Welcome to the Strategy Streamcast. My name is Lex Willridge, and I'm here with my co-host, Dustin Thomas. And every two weeks, we take you on our journey into real estate investing. If you want quarterly updates on our ongoing projects, I strongly encourage that you join our email list, where we send out a newsletter four times a year. You can find that in the show notes. On this week's episode, Dustin and I are going to do a recap on what's been going on. I feel like I haven't talked to him in forever. We're going to talk about current state. We're going to talk about interns. We're going to talk about marketing. But before that, Dustin, how are you, man? I'm doing well, man. I like the new intro. They're giving a, a shout out to the newsletter. That's good. Yeah, I'm trying to be a little professional here, trying to streamline it so it doesn't sound like, yeah, this is the podcast. <laughs> yeah, listen to our stuff. <laughs> we need swag so we can promote it, have people go buy it too. We actually do need gray shirts, I think. Yeah, I think so. I like gray, like a Heather. We're not going to get into the po- to the intricacies of <laughs> what kind of shirt yeah. we want to on the yeah. show. <laughs> That's an after hours thing. We need it. We need new shirts. Yeah, that's current state of events. Check that off the list. I really do feel like it has. We haven't talked in a while because we do usually record these. We try to get ahead of the game, and that way we're never like missing a week. But you know, you were out of town. I had stuff going on, and so I feel like we haven't recorded, even though we do talk every day. Yeah, man, it, it does feel like it's been a while. Last one we did with was with Ryan, and then. Man, this month of October is going to be crazy. I, I feel like I'm gone every single weekend. I ended up being yeah. able to stay home, did a virtual check-in yesterday with our, our handyman out in Cheat River. But man, every every week after this is going to be out, out of the area. Yeah, you and I are going to be in the same place for the first time in a long time, man. I'm excited. Yeah. We're going to our friend Jesse's wedding. Jesse, if you're listening to this, Congratulations. Maybe. I don't know. We haven't yeah. made it there yet. How, how many years do you give it? Before Connie murders his wife murders him? Yeah. He doesn't he doesn't have a lot of time. Yeah. They made it this long. <laughs> what is you had a busy month. What you got going on, man? You know you, you said you had the yeah. virtual meeting with the handyman. I want to hear about that too. Yeah, man. Just, yeah, go going through some current current state items right now. Met with the handyman out at Cheat River j- this weekend just to talk like strategy, the plan. You know, there's some. I a Cheat River j- to recap is that it's two cabins in that lodge out in West Virginia that we're getting. We're set to close on it in early November, and we're just trying to like there. There's a lot of items there that don't require a permit to do like we're, we're doing the basics. Like we're going to paint some of the interior. We're going to do some minor upgrades to like flooring, like LVT throughout the houses and the, the lodge that's there. But so, so none of it requires like a, a lot of, I guess, I guess crews or teams or anything like that. So should be a fairly simple project, but I'm trying to like over plan for this because we haven't had a simple project to date yeah yeah. single family homes as you know we're we'll have 24 units come november we're gonna have this project out in cheat river and then we're gonna have the heber springs deal underway so both projects closing at the same time both construction starting at the same time and man november i know i'm gonna be stressed out (laughs) yeah it's like october you're gonna be busy barely gonna be at home and then you're going to straight into November where it's yeah. just 
hitting the ground running. Yeah. So it's, it's good. Cause I have, I have really good feeling about this guy. Like I can feel like I already, I trust him, you know, him and his wife seem like a, a team that we're working with, which is going to be cool. I think she's going to be doing some of the cleaning for the short term rental after we use him for the rehab. And honestly, nice. I, I'd like to build a, a good relationship with this guy and keep him on as a consistent handyman for that entire, uh, project we have going on once it's up and running as well yeah that'd be great in a few weeks i'm I'm headed out to heber springs you mentioned we have the wedding this weekend in two weeks i'm headed out to heber springs to go just meet the general contractor out there talk about a plan strategy same thing i did this weekend and also do some networking and try to find some breweries or restaurants that are interested in occupying that space we have a 15 unit out there and then there's the restaurant and bar area downstairs that has a liquor license, which is going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. I hope. Yeah. A few episodes, a few episodes ago, we talked about it and it's a cool concept and I really hope something comes of it, man. It will. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, man, getting these projects, both operational will be what I'm focused on, I feel like what what our team is hopefully focused on for the next 90 mm-hmm. days, getting these things lifted, getting some income generated and some five-star reviews, baby. Yeah. I'm excited about that. I mean, you know, it's a lot. I can only imagine it probably, you know, more for you than for sure, more than for you than me, but I can't wait till soon. We look back on, on these kind of, and we're doing these projects all the time and it's like, Oh, wow. We got the we got it all figured out, which you never have it all figured out, but hopefully yeah. it's it a little easier. It's a little easier, a little better every time. Or we just um, continue to level up to where the problems become brand new every time, which that's good too, I guess. Yeah, and I mean, as long as they're never as bad as Caleb's internet, we're <laughs> like that's yeah, the gotta... that's like the absolute worst metric that we can use. We... Caleb's internet. We had a we had a meeting recently, and it was the first meeting that our new intern was part of. So it was going well. It was professional. Dustin had this new outline that had everything streamlined, and uh, Caleb, one of our partners, his internet was was crapping out. And every time I wish that we could, it would have been funnier with like the the bleep sound if it was like beep <laughs> every time. But he was very aggravated. Every time he got kicked out and it was hilarious because he wasn't aware of that. We all saw his aggravation. So uh, yeah. it made my morning. It was he, hilarious. He I was trying was not to, camera, but it recorded that last few seconds. Got to see. Yeah. I was, <laughs> I was trying not to laugh hysterically, but it was so funny. Yeah. yeah. But why does he say those things about his mom? <laughs> We got to get Caleb back on here if his internet will let him and uh, allow him to defend to himself. at least to defend himself or do it on air, and so the people can hear exactly what he does. Yeah, that'd be good. Caleb's not completely, you know, terrible though. What, what's he been working on lately? So we have our. You mentioned earlier. You gave a shout out to our quarterly newsletter. We're working on a separate item right now. Is I hate to even call it an, an investor newsletter because. I'm not a newsletter guy, man. Like just the word newsletter, I don't even like. And yeah. I, like, I wouldn't sign up for one. I mean, if it's like some current event stuff, fine, cool. If it's really good, but like, man, I don't sign up for real estate newsletters. Do you? 
I have one realtor.com. I'm, I signed up for theirs. They do it once a week and it's like it all of them, all the market news for the week. And it just like keep, makes me feel like I'm in the know a little bit by reading past that email. I can BS at like a coffee shop. I'm like, Oh yeah, actually. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe I'll check that one out. Yeah. I like bad. their stuff. But what we're, we're trying to do is really figure out who within our, our base is interested in investing with us down the road. So out of everyone that we send the newsletter and basically we have, I mean, our newsletter, we've signed a bunch of people up for our distro just to keep people like friends and family in the know of what we have going on, what's new with us, what we're investing in and what, what markets that we're actually eyeing right now and projects we have going on. So I think it's a way for us to get a pulse on that. It includes a survey, very short survey. Survey is the other thing I hate, right? If you say survey <laughs> yeah. and newsletter in the same sentence, like you already lost me. You know? Yeah, I'm with you though too. I don't sign up for a lot of newsletters. There's very few that I have yeah. signed up for. And if they send me too many things, like every other day, I'm, I'm unsubscribing instantly. It, it needs to have a lot of pictures and I need to know what it's about, like upfront. Like, hey, tell yeah. me in a few sentences or less, what do you have going on? What's this about? Or it's getting deleted. The this investor email is intended for us to just understand like, Hey, who's out in our network? Who would really be, you know, what kinds of opportunities are out there like that people are interested in actually investing with us. And we're, we're being careful right now though, too, because we have to walk a fine line of these are, these are promissory notes that we're trying to do right now in this early stage, Mm -hmm. since we're not a fund. So we're not, you know, raising money from passive investors, but we're just saying, Hey, th- these are promissory notes that we're trying to raise. That way we can use the money for whatever rehabs we have going on. And then we pay someone back at like an eight to 12% interest rate over the course of 12 to 24 months based on, you know, what their expectations are and their needs. You know, people might come back and say, Hey, 12% isn't interesting to me, but I would be interested in investing in 15 to 20% notes. Now, that's probably not something that we would be interested in doing, (laughs) but if everyone in our network said that, we might be like, oh, hey, (laughs) we need to recalibrate a few things and reset expectations. I feel like just touching base with some of the people, I mean, very early on, if if a buddy of mine like you would have reached out to me and said, hey, I'm going to send you this, look it over, let me know what you think. You know, there's a survey on there, it's three questions, it's not a big deal. I would check it out, mainly because we're friends. And I feel like a lot of people our age, you know, is sort of similar. I feel like a lot of people with similar backgrounds as us have investing in the back of their head at some point. I mean, I know I always have. I've had conversations with friends that have that have read like real estate investing books, but they haven't pulled the trigger. So I feel like this is a soft nudge. To be like, hey, you know, you've been thinking about real estate investing. Let's talk about it. What's, you know, what's holding you back? What, and it's just picking their brain and starting that conversation. And I think at the very core of what we do here, it's relationships first. And that's a one key component from this email, in my opinion, is like starting that conversation. Maybe they they respond like, hey, I don't know anything about real estate investing. Like, I don't, and that's why I haven't invested. I don't understand it at all. And then Hey, maybe we can jump on a call. Maybe we can jump on, you know, a, a Google meet and talk about it a little bit. And that's just sort of yeah. filling in those gaps of building relationships. 
Yeah, it that it help us understand like yeah their goal expectations too, and then I mean when once we start like after these small multifamily deals and things, but capital raising is such a huge part of this business too. Yeah. Knowing who's in your network, having those relationships are key. But I, I would have actually said raising capital was one of our limiting factors today. And when I pitched that to our team, I said, "Hey." What, what's holding us back? Like, just think about like what what's keeping us from reaching that next level. What's doing? I expected and fully had this plot planned out conversation around capital raising <laughs> that we were going to do. But you actually named something else. What was it that you said? So I, I said to we need to get clear on our roles. Defined. Define what everyone should be doing, wants to do, really. It's not even should be doing. It's what everyone wants to do and how they're going to contribute to the plan going forward. You know, if you've been listening to this podcast since the beginning, we've made a few different pivots. And I feel like at the beginning, we're at, we were doing single families. Everybody kind of had a piece of it and they, they knew what they were doing and they could execute on it. Now we've shifted into sort of a bigger goal, and it's not even necessarily bigger. It's more of just a, a, a different goal. I feel like some of that got lost, and maybe we just all need to, a refresher. I think it's I think that happens every now and then. Everybody needs to get on the same page, and then we can ex- execute. And hopefully, capital raising is the first the first thing we tackle as a team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be big. We'll be big. Yeah. You know, part of clear defined roles, and then another reason why I brought that up is because we recently brought on an intern. I think we might have mentioned it a few weeks ago that we were thinking about doing it or looking into it. But we went down the journey of, you know, posting a job, like a real job interviewing and bringing an intern on. And that's sort of what I wanted to, with them, with their first, with their first meeting today, I wanted it to be like, Hey, we're all going to get on the same page and sort of lead by example. So maybe she could also have a clearer defined role. I would, yeah, I I would be interested to hear what, because that that was Natalie's first meeting today, right? Yeah. Yeah, her, Her and I have had meetings. Yeah outside of it but it was our first team meeting yeah yeah interested to hear what 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 she genuinely thinks about i don't know if she told you feedback after y'all she did probably, yeah, she you don't did. have to throw her under the bus on this <laughs> podcast but she did and then it, it stemmed and we'll talk about this more in a little bit but it stemmed into this like hour-long strategy session where we broke down like everything and and set some some clear goals for the marketing department but this was my first foray into having interns you know it's funny that I was nervous with posting the job and doing the interviews and stuff. And I talked to my wife, I was like, man, I, I have a few of these interviews coming up and I'm, I don't know why I'm so nervous about it. Uh, I've never done anything like this before. And she was like, what are you talking about? Like for 10 years, you hired people, you fired people, you trained people. Like yeah. that was your job for a huge part of your life. And I was like, oh yeah, it's, that's not a, it's not a real estate thing. That's a, <laughs> it's a thing that I've already done. Yeah. You're like, but I've and never one, hired realtors before. Yeah. And once I slipped back into that, I mean, it was like riding a bike and it felt good. It felt good to, to, to flex some of those old working muscles. You have experience with interns 
as far as like, I know we, we worked with interns together before, but like bringing them on and sort of corralling them. What is your experience with interns? How do you feel about, how do you feel about the whole intern experience? Man, I'm trying to think of like why I initially went down that path. Right. And when we had a, we have a larger team than I think what's necessary for what we're trying to do early on. But I, I heard a quote the other day as like, it would be better to build your team, build the processes and everything, and then grow into it. Mm-hmm. Like we, I'm, I'm totally butchering this thing, but it was like, have your processes and stuff in place. And that way, when you scale, everything fits in versus scaling and then trying to figure out how to build your team and build processes yeah. that you don't have in, in place already. So I, I heard that quote, it made me feel good about, you know, where we currently sit, because I, I think we are ready to take on more as a team. I agree. As we started getting involved and, you know, we got our first flip underway and that was like, it was like fuel on the fire for me. And I was like, okay, cool. First flips underway, like, let's go. And then we, I don't, I think you came on right around this time and it was like, we got two more, like within a month of that. Like, so within our first, I would say 45 days of being like just an LLC, we had three flips underway no idea what we were doing and figuring it out. Right. So I knew that like having some help and I couldn't pay anyone. We didn't have passive income coming in where I could like start cash cutting checks. It it was very essential that I just get augmented help where I could. And what I tried to do initially was just tap into other real estate groups out there or masterminds and say, Hey, if there's anyone here that's willing to work, you know, two to four hours a week, and they're interested in learning more about real estate, like give us a shout, like come, come check us out. Like, let's have a conversation and see if you can plug in. And dude, I would say that because we had a Cossum and Henry are the ones who came on during that time. Mm-hmm. That's how they were hired. But man, I would partner with either of those guys on any deal. Like they were phenomenal. I thought. I like, feel they- like, you know, when I first came on, it was sort of an intern thing. I did the, the logo for you. And then I was like, I want to be a part of this in any capacity. And then that's sort of the, you know, because I I wasn't brought on straight up to do marketing. I was going to help with marketing. But then, I was, you know, we started brainstorming more and taking ideas and, and it sort of evolved into that. And I agree with you. It's it's hard to 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 bring people on when you're not build when you're at the very beginning, you don't have that passive income. It's like, how do you get the help? Yeah. Yeah. You need? I, I would say, so Henry and Cossum started out as interns and became like what I would partner with those guys, you know, they were great. But then, you know, we had, we did this stint where Ashton and I both brought our little brothers on as yeah. interns. Now those were a very different, <laughs> very different yeah ethics work ethic coming out of those individuals than the the and the part of it you know they're they're younger guys they're in college like they're they're forced into this internship because their older brothers were like you need a business internship <laughs> come network come do this and like yeah they i don't feel like they were about it yeah but to keeping them busy like having a process in place to where the intern does have clearly defined roles knows what's expected of them and then like knows where to plug in and when to ask questions when they need to. I mean, the majority of this business, I feel like at every level of it is showing up, right? 
like yeah. being reliable and responsive, but then just showing up when you're needed and, you know, producing or, or trying yeah. asking questions when you don't understand something. With the younger interns, I think it's a, it's, I don't know if it's because the, they haven't entered the professional realm yet or, or what, but I agree. And you know, they, they're very green, greener than I was when I got brought on. And so they legitimately need like step-by-step, this is what I need you to do when you, when to do it. And that works. But you know, you fall into the trap of like, now you're spending just as much time mapping out what they should do when you can just do it yourself and it'd be yeah, done. Yeah. I mean, the, <laughs> way the thing, they have to save you time, right? Yeah. Like that's the point is like, make sure that they save you time. So I'm excited to hear like, cause I, we talked earlier and it sounded like you had a really good engagement with Natalie early today after the meeting and mm-hmm. you sound pretty excited about the way forward. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really excited about Natalie. She's the intern we brought on it. But before that, but before that, yeah, we went through, we posted the job, we went through multiple interviews, and I just, I was pretty, you know, once I slipped back into that hiring manager mode, I didn't give, cut anybody any slack. So if anybody rescheduled, I'd be like, hey, man, maybe at another time, you know, we can, we can revisit this conversation, but we're going to go a different direction. And if, you know, someone didn't respond until like three days later after me hitting them up, I would say the same thing. Like, Hey, you know, we're going a different direct because it, it goes into saving time. And if it's something that you're genuinely interested in, and if I reach out to you and I see that you've seen it and then you're like, Oh, I'll touch base with them later. Then I, I don't have time for that because that's how it's going to be if we're working together. <laughs> yeah. Did I like, I always wonder, like, if I overemphasize um, how, Im- like, I overemphasize responsiveness, right? And even if yeah. it's like just a simple acknowledgement, like maybe they like the text and say, like, "Hey, I will, I will get to this later," or like, "Hey, if the yeah. expectation is set, like, hey, Tuesdays and Thursdays are the days that I do real estate stuff." Setting a clear, and I think, you know. I don't need that. You and I are are such good friends. You can genuinely hit me up at any time. But I think for some people, that's very important to be like, hey, Monday through Friday, I'm all I'm game, you know, all day with you and I, it's different. Like I can be at kids karate and you can text me something I can respond. It's, you know, it's a different conversation. But I feel like maybe from an intern or an outside, maybe someone that's not as, as close as we are. I think that's a good thing is to like establish to establish sort of response time and just like, like you said, when am I available? This is what I, I, Hey, Dustin, I only work on strategy stream stuff Thursday and Friday. Yeah. Like if you text me on Monday about something, I'm not going to get back to you until Thursday or Friday. Yeah. Or, or be like, and that's hey, understood. Like, like, you know, I'll, yeah. And that's fine. But th- that's what the expectation is. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. someone's like someone sets boundaries and you're like, I respect that that person set boundaries or I do this only one hour a day and it's between six and seven (laughs) AM or like when, when my schedule allows, because this is a part-time thing for all of us. Right. Yeah. Um, it it doesn't feel like a part-time thing to me all the time. (laughs) uh, I I would, I would go to say that for you, especially, and you know, there's weeks it comes in waves. Sometimes if I'm working on things, I feel like, whoa, man, this is, I'm, I'm doing a lot this week. 
most of the time it feels like a part-time thing, but for you, I feel like it's, it's more than, I feel like it's two or three jobs on top of your W2 job. Sometimes, sometimes feels that way, but I think we, how, how are you tracking? Like, how do you, you get a new task, like you want our intern to do something or like produce something. What's the process like? Do y'all have something lined up already or y'all still working through that? Like what you both like? Yeah. So at first I tried to see things through your lens and then I was like, well, I'm not Dustin. I have a different, different style. And so her and I hashed a bunch of things out. We, and this was the first meeting previously. And I basically said, I'm going to touch base with you through email once a week. Like that's what you can expect from me. And I, I will, we have a thing. We've talked about Miro a few times in here. I said, check Miro often. I'm going to be plugging away things in there. I'm not going to bug you every time I add something to it, but in that weekly email, I'll map out everything. Yeah. I said, you can, but don't feel like, and I'm trying to make it very clear. Like, don't feel like you have, can only talk to me once a week. I was like, anytime you have any problems, anytime you had something going on, you're going out of town, just hit me up, let me know. and. I'll make it happen. I don't have any problem like yeah. slotting in and doing whatever needs to be done. That's you. But like, I know in her space though, which that's pretty yeah. that's good. Awesome. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to hammer down on someone that ha- that's, you know, in school that has a life, you know, I don't want to hammer down like, Hey, come do free work for us. And I'm going to make it <laughs> worth my while. Like, no, I'm going to touch base and we can plan out. Like these are the things that when you go to the Miro, you go to Miro and you see the tasks that we have laid out. Those are expected. And those are things that need to get done. And you know, when we'll have a actual meeting after our team meeting, and we'll talk about if those things don't get done, like, hey, what happened? But don't feel you know, pressured into being like, damn, I got to get in eight hours of strategy stream today because you don't have to do that. Yeah, dude. So I, I, as we're winding down, probably on the, on the intern conversation, I don't want to skip over like how we got to this, like how we solicited interns because I thought that was a very important piece and like that we totally just skipped over, but it was, I told you that I posted in a few Facebook groups and that was how I found both interns that we initially worked with. How did you find interns and like, (laughs) how did you feel? So, so LinkedIn and all the marketing experience I have and various projects and things I've worked on marketing other people's podcasts and things like that. It's never been in like a professional sense. It's always been through social media marketing, but LinkedIn is something I never touched because it's like professional. And I had all my professional credentials on there. I had all my jobs and everything that I did. I don't want to put a bunch of like silly stuff that I do on the side on there, even though it was just as important. And so I I never messed with it, but doing this podcast and and working with strategy stream, it, it offered me the opportunity to learn more about, LinkedIn. And, and while I, one day while I was just reading up on it, I saw that through our business page, we could post a job posting for free. Like I think you have to pay to post jobs on there, but if you had a business page, you can post it for free. So I was like, yeah, man, why not? Like, let's just use it. You know, yeah. at that point, strategy stream only had like 12 followers. I was like, ah, no one's going to hit this up. It's, you know, whatever, at least, yeah. at least, I can Dustin will leave me alone for today. I'll put it on there and tell him I did it. Yeah. Did it. Didn't check it. Dustin hit me up the next day and was like, hey man, how's it looking? 
pulled it up and like 33 people had applied overnight within 24 hours, 33 people had applied. So I, I think that's where the imposter syndrome and the anxiety came in. Like, Oh, I don't know what I'm doing. And luckily we have wives that kind of kick us and tell us to get to work, <laughs> get to work because yeah, I handled it, but it was great. It was great to see the turnout. And even like networking with people, if it didn't work out, I had some conversations with people that it didn't work out, you know, maybe, and things that I can learn by going forward, it wasn't as clear in the initial post that it was unpaid, even though it said it in the description. And I built some, built some connections through that. And after going through that entire process and, and sort of documenting it, Strategy Stream grew like pff, triple within like a week, which kind of blew my mind. But yeah, it was it was interesting to to post that. And now we know like if we want to do a finance intern, if we want to do something else, we can post it on there and we can vet actual pros you know prospects rather than going to the local college, which I was going to go to and be like, hey man, you're not doing anything. <laughs> Come do some work for us. All right. Did you ever pull? <laughs> I'm looking at. I just went to our LinkedIn page. Did you ever pull the job down? I was just thinking that <laughs> when I said, yeah. said yeah. thirty three. I said I, in yeah. my head, I was like, "It's probably." I don't know what it's at now. And then I was like, "Why is it still?" Why uh, is it, still it look. Up? It looks like it says thirty eight applicants right now. Nice. It's like what's cool is like we know ninety percent of those came like within the first day, right? Yeah. And yeah. it, it was very clear on like, hey, this is an unpaid internship looking for someone who wants to enter real estate or just get some experience here and we'll make it worth yeah. your time. So yeah, worth checking that out. I mean, hopefully we're, we're actually posting and as we get these businesses up and scaled, like we're, we're hiring some more soon, but then. Yeah. Um, well, you know, we talked about getting a finance intern. Well, the intern that we brought on Natalie also has you know some finance experience. So I, I think it's a win-win and I'm really excited, especially like we had a meeting today and I don't know if we're going to talk about that next. Yeah, <clears throat> talk about Sorry. it. What'd y'all talk about? Some marketing stuff? Yeah. So we had our first meet. She had the first meeting with the team today, which I, I, I knew it was going to be overwhelming. It's a lot for someone to like sit in on. It seems like a lot. And for my first couple of meetings myself, I was like, I have no idea what they're talking about. Now it's just like nothing. Now I know what we're talking about. I know how to go through everything. I know what everything means. And go ahead. No, I was just, I actually appreciate it though. Cause like there were times that I would stop and I'd be like, Hey, Natalie, do you know what that is? Like, I feel like a lot of people would kind of just shake their head. Me personally, I'm one of the guys <laughs> yeah. who would probably be on the back wall and be like, yeah, yeah, like sounds good. I'll figure it out oh, later. You know, with me, I'm just <laughs> like, you You would hear me typing, yeah. <laughs> like looking up what things mean. <laughs> yeah, dude, she was great though, man. Yeah, she was asking questions and just like it, it engaged. So, you know, what more could you ask? Yeah, and we had a, we planned to, to stay after, I even scheduled the meeting for 15 minutes sort of just a follow-up afterwards, see if she had any questions, touch base on if, you know, she had any ideas on what we were going to do for marketing. And, and then we just kind of got into it. I asked her how she felt and she was like, Oh, you know, she told me exactly, gave me feedback. And I, I, cause I made it very clear whenever I brought her on that I was like, you can be extremely candid with me. Like you're not going to hurt my feelings at all. I need you to like, feel like you have a voice in this conversation. And and so today, you know, she was just like, oh, going through all these things, Dustin answered a lot of questions that I had because she had she had sent me an email right before 
like a couple of days before with sort of what she needed to know to formulate her own marketing plan. And she was like, Dustin answered a lot of questions or some things I needed to look up. And she was asking me, you know, acronyms and things like that. And then we just sort of like started breaking it down from that conversation and, and created a whole new, you know, I asked her what she thought about our marketing strategy so far. And she told me, and I was like, yeah, that makes sense. I can definitely see that. She said that it was a little too buttoned up. She said it seemed like we were trying to be professional when in reality, it, from listening to our show, it would be more beneficial if we were more personal, like pers- like we always talk, you always talk about adding more personality to it. And, and I explained to her, I was like, yeah, that's for sure. You know, and me trying to make it look extremely professional stems in that imposter syndrome. And it's, I'd rather spend the time to reach out and talk to people and network with people. And so that's why I think bringing her in with handling the actual posting and handling that sort of strategy plan or handling that actual strategy with social media will allow me to do that even more. I'm really excited about it, man. And and our marketing strategy is is probably different than most like commercial businesses when I think about it, right? I, I think most of the time you market and your end goal is sales. And that's not the case for us, right? Yeah, she said that. She's like, most of the time with companies, they have a product to sell and you guys aren't trying to do that. She said, Dustin said that you guys with your social media are trying to build a relationship. And, and she was like, then you guys need to focus more on, you know, not being the life of the party, but putting your personality personality into your brand and having people want to reach out to you. Injecting personality into our thing. I agree. Man. Yeah. I hate to say it, but you were right. Did, did you ever do a meet the team for yourself? I did. I did. I didn't tell anybody about oh, that. You did actually. I remember now. I remember now, you know, and just to, we plan a lot of stuff and, and you and I will talk about, it. I don't want to go into too much depth, but she had a great idea and it, it, she, she just kept dropping these ideas. And I showed you my notes. It looked like chicken scratch because I couldn't keep up. And she was like, you guys, if we're talking about injecting personality, she said the post that you guys made on Instagram would have looked better on LinkedIn and on Instagram, you guys should, you know, I recorded that video in the car where I just was talking about the podcast. She was like, you guys should do that. Everybody record an intro. And she said, you guys send me all of those videos. I put it together. You make it a reel and we pin it to the top of the Instagram page. So that's like the first thing. It's like we have one thing about the podcast, newest podcast, been an intro of all of the team members, and then an intro of like the most current projects. And I was just like, "Damn, she's I'm coming for job, man!" I was like, "I'm the market." I was like, "I'm the marketing guy." She's about, she's about to make you her intern. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I was like, "Damn, I'm the marketing guy." I uh, should have been like, "Nah, that's a terrible idea. It'll never work." And then do I'm it. not like that. I'm like, I'm, yeah, do it. Like I, I had to let go. I had to let Natalie go, man. She wasn't doing anything, but I'm not like that. I'm like, oh damn, that's great. Like this is the kind of stuff that we need, you know. Like uh, free, yes, man. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dude, that yeah, that was sure. how I felt with uh, Henry also, and and Costum. But like it was like, hey, this is the general idea. Like, what do you think? Can you do this? Blah blah. blah. And like just supersede like all expectations. And you're like, this yeah. is what I'm talking about. I can kick back. Yeah. 
focus on other things that that really like our other 80 20 right and like building relationships act you know going out to real estate events and in con- conventions and stuff like that i've never been to like a bp con or some of the yeah. bigger events that are out there that i like to go to and i think next year we need to make that a, a, a goal for the year that would be cool yeah. depending depending on how the podcast goes maybe we go to a podcast convention man a podcast convention it's a thing there's a big one in there's a big one in dallas yeah it's huge interesting okay (laughs) yeah we'll have to talk more about that speaking Um, more of like our goals and like where we landed after all of this i mean we planned it out to like the month and things we should post every week style of week one post style week two post style week three and like we planned it all out. I wish y'all would have mapped it out in Miro so I could see y'all's like brains. Well, it just here. it just started happening, yeah. <laughs> and so like in my head, I just pulled, I just grabbed a pencil, I wrote on the back of like some random thing oh, I printed geez. out the other day, and just got to work. So we we have our next meeting in two weeks, dude. You should work with her on str- stringing something together in Miro, a so like you can communicate to like everyone else. Yeah, and for someone like Caleb who his internet won't work. He'll be able to come back and reference it. Like yeah, we can the, screenshot it for him. Yeah. But, and then we can also talk about it and branch off dude. And just, yeah. Yeah. I like Do that a lot. session on it. That'd be great. Essentially um, marketing goals is we're going to focus on the podcast. I don't know how Dustin feels about the podcast. It's still something that's very important to me. And I have certain goals that I want to come from it exclusively, but then we're going to drive all of our content from social media to that, and then use the podcast to funnel back to, you know, whatever we have going on, whether it be the email list, whether it be people we can reach out to and just sort of create this cyclical thing. And so part of, part of doing that, like you mentioned, our, our social media will start to take, our podcast will almost dictate the theme of our social media. Is that kind of what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. So, so we do one. This. So we do one. I don't want to talk. I don't want to give away my strategy or Natalie's yeah, yeah. strategy. <laughs> Natalie's strategy, essentially. <laughs> so we month the first week of the of the month and the third week of the month we have new episodes. So those the following week will be recap on the episode. The week after that will be a tease for the next episode, and then so on and so forth. Cool, man. Yeah, and since so we talk we'll about our properties, podcast scheduled then. Yeah, yeah, we did, which we were really good about at first, and then we just started like winging it. But I think it'll, I don't think it'll be better for us again because we, in the grand scheme of things, when I think about the podcast and like what I contribute to Strategy Stream, yes, I'm going to get more involved in operations. Yes, I want to invest and and, and do all of these things, but I want to create, I want to create a hub of like. This podcast becomes a capital raising machine, a relationship building machine. And it just yeah. becomes this huge part of our business that is taking care of a lot of the problems that we have. And I think it's possible just from the people that have listened and reached out to me from the feedback you've gotten. And especially if we get more systematic with you know scheduling and things like that. Yeah, man, I let's talk about that. Let's build out this plan that you're talking about in, in Miro or something, however we want to do, do that. But, uh, and then let's start, you know, let's get some guests on too. We, we can pick our guests based on what we want to plan to talk about. 
of a huge yeah. uh, network with the war room and other we tap into tribe of titans people whatever we want to do whatever flavors we want to bring i agree and i think that's it should be we should have a podcast meeting at some point and maybe we wrap it into that 15 minutes after our two weeks meeting with marketing and then we figure because natalie is very she she enjoys the podcast and she thinks like that's the that's the move and i agree yeah good that's exciting man so and so maybe you stay on afterwards for a few minutes and then we we hash out all that stuff me stay on a few minutes I mean, yeah, maybe if you come on for a few minutes, because obviously her and I are going to go for an hour afterwards, so yeah, maybe you stay on after a few minutes. I was like, right now? <laughs> like, Yeah, you mean after the norm? Absolutely, man. Yeah, whatever. After the wings, yeah. Yeah, whatever. and that's just kind of where I'm at with, like I said, we broke down a full page worth, and yeah, I, I feel like I could decipher this into Miro. I, and it's funny because the way I was drawing out some of the panels and things would be the exact way I would build out in Miro, so... If I didn't have Caleb's internet this morning, then I would have done it. Worst case, I think there you can just draw in Miro. Like if that's yeah. your thing, man, just draw it on there. Yeah, but, I'll do that, man. Yeah, let's. I tagged you in Asana so that you won't forget about the podcast planning. But let, let's build out a schedule, man, and uh, talk about themes, things we want to cover, things we've already covered, and then poach a lot of the other real estate podcasts and see what they've talked about and topics. Yeah, give our own Dude, flavor to it, man. man cool it, you know we always wrap these things up whenever we have guests on if anybody's listening out there how can they help the guest well i want to just ask you man for the people listening out there if they're like man i've listening dustin's stressed out how can i help this dude what would you say right now in the upcoming weeks you're busy october november how can people help you oh man put you on um, the spot dude Honestly, like I, I'm going to Dallas this weekend and I reached out to some old friends from Tribe of Titans Mastermind, reached out to some friends, hopefully from the war room and, and I'm able to meet up with some people there. The re- this business is about relationships, right? Like, like yeah. think about like what, how we've worked with Johanna so far and how awesome that's been. I, I'm just focused on building relationships for the next few weeks until this project comes to starts in November let's build some relationships, man. Let's meet people, shake hands and then stay in touch. I like it. I like it. Yeah. If you have, and the other thing that we talked about in the marketing meeting was like people out there, if they have questions, Dustin and I may not know everything, but one thing that we can do is figure it out. So if you guys have any questions out there, I'm not saying we'll dedicate a whole episode. Maybe if we get enough questions, we can have a Q and a episode, but, it can be something that we post on LinkedIn or on, you know, other social platforms and then, you know, shout out those shout you out and it could be a very cohesive thing. So if you have any questions, just hit us up. And as I mentioned before, join our, join our email list it's in the show notes. Sign up for our newsletter. <laughs> <laughs> Even though we told you how much we despise newsletters, we want you to join our the thing about our newsletter though and this is something that i mean when i came on to strategy stream it was like yeah i'll take over the newsletter i don't like newsletters and that was like sort of my thing it's like it's hard for me to do a newsletter when i don't like newsletters and it was it was a monthly thing and i'm just like dude i don't i don't have enough stuff to talk about so i feel like i'm i would 
be annoying if I sent out something every month. And my idea was like, let's do it quarterly. It's like yeah. enough to touch base enough to like stay in someone's mind. If they're following on social, they'll get enough posts from us. And then if we link our socials in the quarterly, then they'll follow us. And so they'll have like daily updates from us. I think a quarterly update, a quarterly newsletter is way more up my alley than weekly. Yeah, man, it's, it's working out. I like it. I think it's, it's, it's just enough too. And uh, yeah. How do we, how do we keep that same rhythm? Like what we're doing with the, the podcast though, and the themes of our social media post, how do we inject that same personality and stuff into our newsletter too? you know, yeah. keep that consistent yeah. throughout. That'll be something to think about. We'll brainstorm it. All right, guys, I think that's all we got. We'll see you in two weeks. Be good.